0: Basically, I was sponsored to go and play hockey out there. Get you! Yes, weren't they? (laughs) Das? Well, Well, his name was... Nike. No, no, none of the above. None of the above. His name was... I've actually forgotten his name. (laughs) (laughs) I've got some really good news. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Do tell. I've just come back from the asthma clinic. Oh, this is, this is big news. <laughs> it's actually nothing to do with asthma. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, I have been telling people for the past few years, I'm five foot seven. They measured me. Oh, yeah. Five foot eight and a half. Wait, so that means am I two? Five eight and a half. Yeah, can I claim. Yeah, what have you been going for? I've been go- to be honest. I've, I've been I've been shooting for five eight and a half. I really have. <laughs> You've been claiming you're taller I've, than me. I've, the I've past been year. claim. I've been claiming. I've been trying to push towards five five eight and a half is five nine. Could I just say we can definitely use. And we're five, rounding and up. Yeah, hundred percent. But it's yeah, round up. a little bit of a surprise went in. Effectively, all you have to do at an asthma review is go in and blow into a tube, and it tells you how strong it is. But this nurse was. A pain in the backside, I tell you. Oh, no. Not good for the asthma. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> so, I, I'll go in. I, I'm very happy with my height. Yeah, and, um, obviously. she starts reeling off everyone in her family member's height. She's going, oh, my stepson's that height. My son's a bit taller. My stepdaughter's this height. Oh. I'm this height. I don't oh, care. What a- All I've got to do is come in and blow this thing. Get my height away. conversation. That's my yeah. bit of exciting news this week. That what? is huge Anything news, yeah. as... Astronomical as that you? as five five eight and a half. Oh, went to a Bonnie Ver concert. Nice, yeah. Because I know you're not his biggest fan. No, nope, don't get him don't at get all. Him. I think he's kind of like Marmite. Although I'm the only person that seems not to get him. Well, you're a very musicky person, and musicky people love Bonnie Vare. Yeah, I went with a mate who's absolutely obsessed. And to be honest, I'm, I'm a rarity, whereas I, I'm just in the middle. I think, he's, I think he's good, but not brilliant. But the big thing for me was something that you can, again, as a five, eight and a half man appreciate. <laughs> it was at the Apollo, slanted flooring. And was anyone on shoulders? Love it. No one on shoulders. Good. Honestly, mate, there were people sat down. It was, it was quite a calm, serene silence. And people were just watching like mesmerised but sat down on the sticky floor. I guess no one's lobbing on this... cups of piss. Yeah, exactly. There, it, was, it was just a nice, slanty-floored affair, same as uh, my favourite venue, Brixton Academy. Such a good idea. Everyone can see. Nobody gets in the way. Nobody feels Most the need people to go can on can normally genres. see other than us. <laughs> exactly, but this is a real rarity for me. I could see everything. Was the music good? <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> Maybe the flooring. Mainly the flooring was the best bit. Um, musically, no, honestly, I, I do think... If you ever get the chance, Shreve, you might not be a fan, but he's it. I didn't. I had like eight chances or something last week. He's had yeah, like eight nights. True. That's ridiculous. Mate, pick the best venue, I tell you. Slanty floor. Very Slancy nice. Floor. Well, um, I enjoyed what we did last time on the podcast in that we brought a beverage with us. I seem to remember you not enjoying yours so much. Well, it was all right. Your face turned more sour throughout the um, yeah, half hour. Yeah, it got, it got gradually worse. Well, I have to tell you, Shreve, I have been. Back up to my university town this last week, obviously doing nothing with my life at the moment, so weekends like that are fantastic. And I've been brutally, brutally ribbed for my standard of drinking, and I have been... I've come down with the flu. Yeah, I was going to say a bit nasally. Very nasally and very coffee. But today, I've decided to bring on a a Camden Gentleman's Wit, it's called. Oh! Mm. Very apt. Or maybe... yeah, I'm sorry, that's spilled. You've spilt... You've yeah, got, that's You're getting gone. a knack of spilling these. I know, it? I know. Honestly, you should have seen how much I was ribbed for it. So you've picked something that you'll hopefully enjoy? Yeah. Because the thing with this is that we stick by whatever we bring, be it drink or snack yeah. each week, and we have to plough on through, 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 hopefully not vomit <coughs> that's halfway the general, through. Yeah, that's the general um, Well, idea. enjoy that. While you have a sip of that, I've pulled what I'm hoping is an absolute blinder this week. Sadler's... Peaky Blinders beer. Oh, nice! Can we hear your best Birmingham accent, Shreve? I've got a lovely bottle of Peaky Blinders beer here. Oh, straight no. from the Midlands! Straight from the Midlands. And what does it taste bad, like? Actually, but I've got to say, you've got a little bit more camp than the Peaky Blinders tend to go. I'm not. The Peaky Blinders don't talk like this, do they? Oh, <laughs> is it? Is yeah. It a well, one of the one of the things it says on it is a black IPA. I think it's fair to say I've drawn the short sword. That this week. is strong. No, this one's very light. Having decided basically um, in Nottingham over the weekend that I'm, I'm a man of an alkapop really, deep down. This is, you know, nice, easy you're living, to drink. You're reliving Sweet. the uni days. I know, I know. You're on the VKs and the WKDs oh, and all God, the other abbreviatist dictionaries. So it was brilliant. Oh, I can't describe to you. I mean, basically, they are the nicest drinks, aren't they, then? alkapops Who doesn't like an alkapop They leave your tongue a horrible hue, though. Yeah. Terrible colour, terrible color, And it's embarrassing to drink them. You're not getting any girls with that tongue. Well... Mind you, well, on your record. Shreve, yes. Um, no, you're absolutely right. Absolutely no girls all weekend. So last week, I introduced my dad to the show. He didn't come and sit in. Thank God, that would have been a dry half an hour. <laughs> but he did provide us with a voice note. He keeps this recorder in his car... And every day when he's driving to and from Milton Keynes, our journey each time, stuck in traffic, picks it up, thinks, I need to remember that when I get home. There's the recorder. Mm. Bang. Gets back to the kitchen later, recites it, writes it down, puts it into hieroglyphics, does the lot. Right in the memory bank. So if you remember the one from last week, the first ever voice note found on this uh, treasured recorder was this. Reminding himself to top up the washer fluid in his car. So I've had a route around and I have found another one. I'm hoping this becomes a weekly thing. This is my dad recorded a voice note. So Shreve, may I um first ask you is this is this an archive note or is this a new, is this a newbie from the week? Back end of February, so f- new, fairly new. Yeah, new you know. since the last episode. Lovely. I wait with bated breath. Tell Steve the package arrived. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. It sort of opens more questions up than it answers that. I know. The package arrived. I've looked around for this package. Can't find it. Can't find it. Well, Steve knows where it is. Steve, <laughs> Steve is my dad's mate. He's not some, like, elusive randomer. But he's, he's been given this package. Yeah. Oh, blimey. I think it could be something as bland as, Steve has sent my dad a package. My dad has signed for it in the post. Yeah. It's arrived. He wants to inform Steve in case it got lost somewhere. He's the kind of man that would worry about that. <laughs> but presumably Steve is now aware of the situation. Well, hopefully so. I hope In fact, I hope he sent this exact message to him. Tell Steve the package arrived. My dad has had a busy week, not just um recording his voice notes. <laughs> he's always busy that kid. He's always busy. He's he's joined a gym. Not only a gym, it's one of these complexes. It's one of these what, what do you call them? Like a, oh, a proper like spa. spa. Yeah, like but dip in the pool, get on the running machine, go in the sauna, fly yeah. off naked in the changing rooms. <laughs> oh, no, a proper a proper detox full job. Exactly, he's, probably, he's a regime man now, is it? And he had an eventful day the other day. He um, so he'd okay, done his swimming, good. he'd done his run, whatever. And he was sitting. He was sitting in the sauna. He went to relax. His eyesight's not great, and the sauna's quite misty, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> So he walks in, opens oh, no, a, opens, no, no, opens no. a door. And, no, it's not as bad as you think no, it is. But he goes and sits down. And I wouldn't expect him to recognise this person anyway. But he sat down. Okay. And he's he these two two lads mounting off next to him. <laughs> Through the and mist. And he's he's, he's, <laughs> he's gone and sat next to Lee Ryan from Blue. No way. <laughs> yeah. No way. Only oh, only Pete Shreve. What well, kind I, of spa is he at? He must be you know. I think it's a good one to be fair Lee Ryan from although Lee Ryan from Blue could have fallen a bit down the wayside well do you know he's in EastEnders at the moment is he yeah how have you got this information that he then later so I think my mum loves her soaps loves it okay and um, we were sat down (laughs) we sat down EastEnders was on no and Lee Ryan comes into the pub in EastEnders and my dad goes that's the bloke I sat next to in the sauna (laughs) What's his name? What's his <laughs> name that's Lee Ryan from Blue <laughs> Off of Blue Great Boy Band. Oh my god, Lee. Bit, bit of gossip from Peach if you went. And I tell you what, he hates Danny Dyer. He was mouthing off about Danny Dyer. Really? I mean, I've turned my dad here into sounding like an EastEnders character. Oh my gosh, this uh, is actually an exclusive on our podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> apparently, Lee Ryan and Danny Dyer, two of the nation's finest actors, the finest, are, yeah, yeah uh, uh, related to royalty, Danny Dyer as well. May we add? Oh yeah, came out on Who Do You Think You Are. So this is exclusive. <laughs> Did you see that clip? Wasn't it? That was hilarious. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, let me get this into yeah. me nuts. <laughs> yeah, let, let me get this in me nuts what's my great great grandmother <laughs> like this is doing nothing for my street cred <laughs> <laughs> honestly that that is an exclusive though go on s- say it so got lee ryan lee Lee ryan apparently said suggested mad uh rumor has it through my Th- dad through through a very unreliable source, <laughs> a very right? unreliable no, also source. Add, but still um that uh danny dyer is a bit Of an annoyance on the EastEnders set. To be fair, you probably can imagine that kind of Yeah, I think he, um, he doesn't hold back. I think he likes everything to go his way. Uh, I think. Yeah. yeah. You get the gist. Lee Ryan is like Z list and Danny Dyer is A list at EastEnders. He is. He's right. I mean, why is he still on that piece of crap show? Uh, Does anyone watch it anymore? Jesus. That, that reminds me actually, when my family went um, abroad last summer, my dad also. Um, found himself stumbling across in the pool an England rugby player, I can't remember, I think it's Joe Marler or something. Oh my gosh. And my mum said he was flapping about and having. was going, it's him, it's him, it's, it's the rugby player, it's him. <laughs> oh God. My mum was going, Pete, keep it down. keep it down. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> it's him, I love rugby, I love you. Um, oh God. So he's so it, got this right habit of finding sort of very low down celebrities when he's... Uh, I mean, Joe Marler's hmm? quite up compared to well, like, I mean, Lee yeah, Ryan. compared to Lee Ryan. I mean, I, yeah, I'm interested. And now... Your dad has gone to the gym to maybe pursue his career in rugby, has he? Is that Was that the inspiration, Joe Marler? Well, it's either that or a, a turn on EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> I know which one I'd rather. Oh, that would be great. So last week we touched upon what you were doing a couple of years ago, your year abroad. Uh yeah yeah and I've actually had a few comments from people this week saying how much they enjoyed the story of you almost burning down people's house who you were staying yes. in there were some cracks left in that story that you weren't giving away ah uh, your job while you were actually out there yes we only heard about the living scenario I want to unpick this more and so do other people they want to hear it okay well over the week I have been a thinking, and um, there are certainly a few stories that that, uh, I have yet told from my year abroad. So with that, every great story needs a title. A novel needs a name. Uh, Very, very true. And um, though this may not make sense as of yet... Have you actually got one? Yes. I'm very impressed. I've thought of one over the week, and this is a section I would like to call... memoirs of a leaf blower this is something that um i will divulge in my new story which i'd like to call a new leaf so basically we touched on my job out there so on your year abroad you have to go to a university work in a school teaching english or you do a job so me sort of being the uh, hard-working and organized individual i thought i'd get a job most people chose to go to university or teach in a school Um, more fun that way but i thought no Let's get a job. Was it actually your choice, or as we found out, you've already made quite a few mistakes? Was it something else that led you into that? It was sort of a winning combo, a losing combo, in fact, <laughs> of, of them all, as I've said before, didn't get organised enough, and so it transpired that, uh, again, the mother... Took control and um, yeah, she sort of found me this job out there. So I touched on it last week. I was doing a bit of hockey coaching out there. Basically, I was sponsored to go and play hockey out there. Yeah. Get you. Yes, weren't they? Andy Dash. Wow, his name Nike. was. Nike. No, no, none Puma. of the above. None of the above. His name was. I've actually forgotten his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's 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 a nameless german man who sponsored me to play out there quite an old man what? he used to play for germany yeah that's mental yeah really people really, do that and yeah and trust me he was disappointed with the result I, <laughs> of me as a hockey player so um, does he invest in you yeah and then he's he sort of, expects to see some something come some back. performance yeah so he sort of pays for me to play out there and finds me work So he found me a bit of coaching work and he basically found me a job in this sweet factory, which was, yeah, just some kind of factory he owned. He was a rich man. He was like a German billionaire, like serious money. Yeah, Um, you were living in that horrible annex we spoke about. Yeah, couldn't find me accommodation because he'd sponsored two of us. The other one got the accommodation at the club and that was nice as well. Oh, that's harsh. Yeah, I got shafted. So uh, he found me this sweet factory job, turned up to that first day and they just went, no space, no job here, no, nothing. (laughs) so left immediately back to square one went back to my um, sort of German beneficiary asking for another job by this stage he'd seen my hockey ability and presumably thought we need to give something back to the club here so um, what he did was he found me a role within the actual hockey club oh nice sort of club maintenance Oh. Um, so, in short, cleaning hockey pitches. You were the caretaker? I yeah. Uh, what it was, was you basically would have to do drainage, <laughs> leaf blowing. It was my main role. I had this sort of big industrial leaf blower that I would sort of, you know, I'd circumvent the pitch, blowing leaves into the corner, and then manually... Picking them up, putting them in a barrow, composting them. So I was sort of doing this for, I don't know, three, four months. Also litter picking, you know, general round the club, which did become annoying because, you know, I'd, I'd trained the night before and my mates would just be tossing... Capricides. Yeah, honestly, they'd be tossing Lucozade bottles into the corner. i was just think, oh... Christ, I've got to get that in the morning, um, <laughs> which was terrible. So I was sort of doing that for a bit, and at first, they were loving me, complimenting me on my, my, my litter-picking ability. I did become good with the picker. And then I sort of got a promotion to tennis courts, which was big for me. So I was doing this sort of three times a week, working mainly mainly with Russians, might I add, which was not improving the German. Did improve the Russian slightly. Uh, no, know one, one Russian word, which is more than I knew. But no German What is the one word? Privert. Which means? Hello. <laughs> okay. That's how I just come in the morning. Priv out. Priv out. don't even say goodbye. Then, no. Because you're such g- a hard worker. You never leave. Never left. Never left. Just work, 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 work. So it was all going rather well until we got this new, new leaf blower in. I've actually looked it up, Shreve, and it's... No, none other. I, no I don't want one for my birthday. <laughs> it's you. none other than the Billy Goat F132 SPH Force 13 self-propelled leaf and debris wheeled blower. Fantastic. Mouthful. But these things basically go for around two thousand pounds. Like seriously expensive. Something like one hundred and eighty miles per hour of wind power behind this leaf and debris blower. No pressure. Exactly. No, exactly. So this is a big new thing. So you know, I'm sort of using that for two weeks, and I'm loving it. Like I'm having to circumvent the pitch like once to blow all the leaves out of there. It's brilliant. How often are you doing this job? It's about three times a week. Three times a week. What the hell are you doing in between? It's all sorts, mate. It's picking. So hockey pitch will be one day, and then litter picking and general. I did a bit on the golf course as well, a little bit of mowing, um, and then tennis courts will be another day. So then, yes, yeah, so I'm using this blower for about two weeks. This was specifically the hockey pitch blower. And uh, sort of disaster struck. So we had this big sort of warehouse where we kept all the goods, and there were two very, very similar canisters right one which contained oil and another which contained petrol right. so i've you know um, i, <laughs> I can't see where this is going already i've uh, just one day um i've pulled open the lid to refill the the petrol part of the leaf blower and um, as it transpired i've poured in oil which burnt the blower from the inside out brand new blower two weeks no. old burnt it from the inside out Literally, obviously, well, then cannot get it to switch on, nothing. So then, instead of deciding to come clean, because I'm not brave enough, I pretended for about a week and a half, to, to leaf blow. No! <laughs> to, yeah, as in, put my headphones on and walked up and down whilst kicking the leaves into the corner <laughs> of the pit um, and picking them up manually and sort of barrowing them. Surely doesn't the leaf blower make a noise? Uh, yes, yeah, This is the thing, but th- this is what I was hoping, like everyone else, also on mowers and stuff, with earphones on and stuff, so they can't oh. really... So they just leave me to it. Anyway, about a week and a half passes and... I come in one morning and they're all sort of gathered round the leaf blower sort of trying to switch it on <laughs> <laughs> and I turn up going what the, what the bloody hell's going on what's happening with the, uh, with the blower this is like the big bosses here now so there's some serious like German going on I'm picking up little words and they just keep on looking at me going uh, "Bennis Schult bennis Schult and I'm sort of going, yeah, 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 Ben. Oh, Ben, Ben is chill. Ben is chill. Just not knowing, not having a clue what that means. <laughs> uh, anyway, get to the end of the day. <laughs> Go home. Look up Ben is Schult on uh, Google Translate. Uh, just means Ben is guilty. <laughs> <laughs> then receive an email informing me that um, I'm relieved of my duties. <laughs> no! they fired you they got rid of me to be fair I was getting worse I was sort of skipping days it was getting bad anyway and that was the final straw and uh, they took the 2000 euros out of my wages so really almost made a loss out of that job actually so you've got to Hamburg you've not only almost set the house you're staying in on fire you've got a job and you've lost a job having already been rejected from another job you thought you had and You're disappointing someone who's sponsoring you out there. Yeah. Also missed the first shift of my coaching, if you remember, from last week. So that wasn't going too well either. No, made a massive loss out there, actually, in Germany. Massive loss. So we are two young gentlemen in between uni and the rest of our lives before Mm, us. Yeah. Can't wait. At the moment, it's a bit shit. Nothing. Doing nothing. Well, not nothing, but effectively nothing I want to do. (laughs) (laughs) You're in Slough, I'm occasionally in London. Yeah, you're occasionally doing good things but also often doing nothings. We've spoken before about living at home. One of the worst parts is not getting a say over what is on the television. Oh, what have you sat through this week, Shreve? This week I've sat through a programme called Back in Time for Tea. It's one of these have you seen these picture that's have you seen these throwback TV shows back to like we took the Bensons from Birmingham and took them back to the 60s to see what life was like for oh, a week. Oh, God, yes, It's yes. dreadful. I can picture it. I hate these programmes so much. I caught the last ten minutes and it drove me insane. Don't get me wrong, mm. I like history. I don't care about when they are eating hot crust buns and where they were designed and where they're... From. Don't give a shit. Yeah. It's mental. So the few minutes I tuned in for... They're in a house, and they're trying to like recreate the party games they're playing in the 70s. That's the era they've gone to. the 70s, nice. Yeah. There's a kid throwing <laughs> a tennis ball with another kid. Oh, I'm thinking yeah. there's got to be something better. There's probably something better on telly. Oh, they've got telly, then. Yes. Probably something better than this. It's like a trip round my granddad's. The worst thing is just the way they talk about it. So they're referring it to, oh, well, last era, we had this and that, because then they move them on to the next era. Yeah, yeah. it isn't. It's made up. <laughs> Stop getting so engrossed in it. They say we about them in the past tense. Is like, well, we were dancing in the 60s. You dance every decade. <laughs> <laughs> you've enjoyed it then, Shreve. You've, you've, you've thoroughly enjoyed utter it. Utter trash. The worst bit is then, at the end of it, they invite the poor smiths from down the road to share this 70s party with them at their house oh, nice. and see out the 70s together. <laughs> oh, yes. Dreadful. My parents are very much... Into... So, you know, now we're in that, an age of, of Netflix, of you've got every single series at your fingertips, you know what I mean? You've got Breaking Bad. Yeah. You've got uh The Walking Dead, people who are fans of that. Yeah, good. You've got Game of Thrones. Brilliant. On normal TV, you've got Lewis. You've got <laughs> Endeavor. Vera. Dead of the series, like Lewis. Get rid of them. We don't need Get them Get rid anymore. of the one name, as Lewis can go, Vera can Vera, go. Vera, gone. Honestly, they're so, so bad. The acting's crap. They're so dull. Get rid. No, I totally agree. TV choice in this house is appalling. So I mentioned earlier that every now and then I'm sort of in and out of London, getting on the tube. End of the Met line takes you right in to the heart of our capital. Uh, Slowly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on the train and I'm pulling into our sleepy village Mm. into the station. I've got my headphones blaring. I'm listening to Liam Gallagher. Oh, so that's already got me in a bit of an annoyed mood. Yeah, anyway, yeah, it's Yeah, quite Clanked, mancy on yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where you are. I'm listening to that Wall of Glass song. Oh yeah, big Wall of, glass, Wall of I Glass. Wall of Glass. Yes, you yeah. should. So I'm already feeling a bit. You know, I've got testosterone pumping through. Oh me. yeah, I know you when you get like that, Shreve. <laughs> Everyone's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, they bloody were because as the doors open, you have your usual. Please wait for people to leave the carriage before you enter. Oh, yeah. Doors open. About 20 schoolgirls charge on. I've let the first 10 pass. I think, come on, someone's got to wait for me. And I'm thinking, no, do you know what? Screw this. Yeah. Liam Gallagher in my headphones. Bag round my shoulder. Massive bag, man. Been in town for a few days, so I've got plenty of clothes in there. Oh, plenty of clothes. Laptop. Bang! Oh. Straight into this, I felt quite bad, 15-year-old girl. But she, they, they really <laughs> annoyed me. <laughs> Clearly. And it got me thinking of my most bizarre idea yet. Mm. And that is why these people are the first on my very own, and you can claim it as well, Our wall of ass. <laughs> inspired Liam by inspired. Liam Gallagher. I see. No, in total agreement with that, Shreve. That's a British rule. Everyone knows it. You get off before you get on. So similar to our, our, our Top Gear, with that uh, that wall that they used to have, you know, the cool sub-zero. Oh, but, yeah. But this is way more towards the no, this seriously is, this... uncool, heinous, awful, get-in-the-bin yeah. wall. Yeah, this is a brick wall where a few of the bricks have fallen off because I've pelted it with a football so many times at <laughs> these people... And unfortunately, on this occasion, it is it's a rabble of schoolgirls, fifteen-year-old schoolgirls. <laughs> so they are the first name on our wall of ass. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of how the first people on our wall of ass are fourteen and fifteen-year-old schoolgirls. <laughs> Actually, I'll tell you what. Now we're on the topic, so it's it's more a theme rather than a specific person. Recurring jokes at work are what's going to go on my wall of ass. There's this one going around at the moment. So what it is is uh, we've got this Russian woman in work, lovely lady, lovely lady. And you uh, don't have to say that as a disclaimer before every foreign person yeah, you no, chat with. No, I, I know it's just it's just to. She is actually lovely. She is one of the lovelier ones, and she'll always get up and she'll offer a drink to everyone. You know, coffee, tea, what do you want, and always the same person stands up. She goes, "I'll have a double vodka, please." <laughs> like that, she goes, "Wait, she goes, Ben, Benji." Ben, do you hear that? And I have to take off my earphones like that. I have to take them off. She go... <laughs> she just asked for a, a, a drink. And, and I said, I'll, I'll have a double vodka, please. She, you can't have a double vodka in the workplace. Nobody will laugh. And she'll go, oh, David. David, you got... David, take your earphones off. you get that? Do you get that? I just... Uh, she asked for a drink and I said, double vodka. Every day. Every day, the same joke. And everyone goes, yeah. Happy to slap that on. Slap that on. Second on the wall of ass. Unruly schoolgirls. Work office banter. Second. Wall of ass. If you've enjoyed that... Do follow us at Middlehood Pod as mentioned on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And if you want to listen to the next episode or the first episode, if you missed it, uh, we're on the podcast app on iTunes, Apple Podcast. We still Apple haven't quite got but, our head around no, that. No. Um, but if you type in Middlehood, you'll see both of our faces on there, and you can you can mm. listen to us there at, at SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah.